0: You are tuned into the Media Lounge Podcast, your source for VIP interviews, entertainment, and trending news. Listeners, it's been a minute since I've collabed with anyone and brought on any co-host to any of my episodes. I think... The last guest was maybe sometime in March, so again, it's been a minute. I've been doing nothing but interviews lately, as you all know, but that is not the case today. I'm excited because we'll be able to talk about some trending topics, and this episode will probably feel a little bit more relaxed with me on the line, a graduate of Southern Illinois University with a bachelor's in broadcasting a young woman millennial and host of the Pillow Talk podcast. Robin is on the line with us. Hi.
1: Hello. Yes. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm excited. So let me just tell the listeners how that
0: happened. Uh we follow each other on Instagram and mm-hmm. I look at your posts and I like your post because you're always, you know, talking on women empowerment. You had the Queen Behavior mm-hmm. episode which I listened to and I just loved what you're about and what your podcast is about. So I'm like, you know what, I can relate to that. <laughs> let me ask her, Thank to come you you. And so, listen, today we're going to just talk about the Emmy Awards, um, and then we'll get into some more serious topics. Robin has some good stuff for us, so I'm excited. Let's begin the Emmy Awards. Yesterday, the 71st yeah. Emmy Primetime Emmy nominations were released. Did mm-hmm. um, you get to see the list,
1: Robin? I did glance at the list. Um, I okay. noticed, you know, I saw a couple nominees, nominations on there. So I did. I did check the nominations out. Yeah. So anyone
0: who, <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that I love all things film, Production and entertainment, that's really what my podcasts are about. I interview a lot of actors and a lot of people in the entertainment industry, and that's just been happening a lot more this year, so I'm all about this. And while I know that there are a lot of categories for these awards, I just wanted to mention a few. For a limited series, I'll be honest, I'm not familiar with all of these shows. I'm not a big, big TV person. Are you, Robin?
1: Um, it depends. If it's a good show, I'll i
0: tune in. Okay. And then, you know, with Netflix and everything, they there's a lot more on Netflix than I, I feel than there is, like, on regular TV. But in any event. I agree. I agree. So the nominees for a limited series is When They See Us, uh, what other ones? Sharp Objects, and Escape of Dan and Mora, just to name a few. So mm-hmm. I was really excited because the only one that I know from this category is when they see us.
1: <laughs> is that yeah. bad? No, that's not bad at all. That was a very, you know, powerful um, release. So I feel like everybody, you know, knows about when they see us, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was the story of the Central Park Five, and, Mm -hmm. again, that's the only one that I caught, so I was really excited to see that. And that, of course, is based on a true story. It kept me on my toes. It upset Mm -hmm. me. It brought me to tears goodness I felt just about everything
1: (laughs) watching that it was very emotional very Mm -hmm. emotional definitely
0: so then also in other categories we have drama series Game of Thrones Killing Eve Pose and This Is Us again I think the only one that I've watched before out of this list is This Is Us with Lyric Mm -hmm. Ross and we did interview her like about a year ago So I'm excited for, yeah, I'm excited for that one. And Mm -hmm. then there was the comedy series, The Good Place, The Marvelous, Mrs. Maisel, and Barry. I do want to say congratulations for the nomination to the cast of Barry. I had the privilege of interviewing one of the cast members, which is Sammy Graffia, just a couple of weeks ago. So if anyone has not listened to that podcast episode, please catch it. It's, the link is on my bio, my Instagram, and wherever you can listen to my podcast. At. So I'm really excited about that nomination. Um, okay. So good luck to them. Yeah, and then we have lead actors, Hugh Grant. Gerald Jerome, which is from When They See Us, who played Corey Wise. So I hope it goes to him. I think he did a, an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And lastly, supporting actress that I have on my list, Vera Farmiga. She played Elizabeth, who played the she played Elizabeth, who was the prosecuting attorney in When They See Us. Okay. And I think yeah. she did a phenomenal job. She's an ama- amazing actress. I just can't get enough mm-hmm. of her, Robin. <laughs> she also won an academy award for her role as norma in bates motel i'm not familiar i'm not sure if you're familiar oh, with that show
1: i am yeah you're right yeah. i just i didn't win an award for bates motel that was a great series as well that was good wasn't it
0: yeah and i'm <laughs> Telling you, I'm obsessed with Norma. Like I try to learn all her acting techniques. Also, I like to act on the side, so I'm like when I see her, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at how she does that. You know, she's she's it so that, but she's so convincing. And she also played, I think, what other one? I first saw her in *The Boy in the Striped Pajamas*. That's kind of like an older oh. movie, but that's the okay. first time I saw her. So, yeah, she's awesome. So, good luck to her. I'd love to see her win uh, that award. Um, and the Emmys will be aired on Fox on September 22nd. So, that's okay. my list. What do you think of it, Robin?
1: I'm excited for the Emmys. I'm definitely happy for, like was saying, when they see us to be nominated. I actually like the show Blackish, um, that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. TV shows I actually do watch on mainstream, and Anthony Anderson also got nominated for lead actor in a comedy series for Black Dish. So oh, I really I hope that. that uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, it, it Blackish was on there I think maybe like twice, but he got mm-hmm. that knob on there. So I really hope that he gets that as well. Um, mm-hmm. I wish, of course, you know, there would have been more urban shows. Snowfall is a very popular um, urban show that's on, you know, FX and stuff, and it's gotten a lot of recognition, and I kind of wish that would have made the cut, Um, and She's Gotta Have It, which was another Netflix series, urban show. Um, But other than that, I mean, I'm excited. I just kind of wish it would have, you know, just been a little more diversity, obviously. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But
0: I was going to say really quickly, to be honest, I feel – that when they see us, we'll take a lot of these awards home. That
1: better be the case. I hope so, yeah. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that, on that. I hope yeah. they do they
0: definitely deserve and, it. And then uh, you just mentioned Anthony Anderson. He has yes. that new Netflix movie Beats Out. You have not seen that. I recommend that you guys do. It was really good. It's kind of like a hip-hop movie. And
1: I the guy, it.
0: actually, right? Wasn't it good? The lead actor, he's from Chicago, that's okay, exciting. I didn't know that. Yes, he is, girl. I gotta reach out see if I can get an interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. There's so much talent here in Chicago. I'm, a, I'm so excited every time I see someone from Chicago doing something huge. I'm like all for it. So I'm really yes. excited about that. You know, working with Anthony, I'm like that's a huge, it's definitely a huge show.
1: strike. I love, I love Anthony Anderson. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, he sure is. So, all right, moving on and talking about, I guess, more awesome people. Well, some people thought she was awesome. Did you (laughs) see the hashtag trending Ice Bay yesterday? Oh, my gosh. And I had
1: to go research back and look because I was like, what is this? I was thrown (laughs) off by the name it threw me off. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that I first saw like a post, I believe it was on the Hollywood Unlocked page. I think they posted something and I too had to go do some research. I'm like, what is this? I think, you know, well, (laughs) yeah, it was, um, I guess there was a picture trending of a Latina female officer who had been providing security to vice president Mike Pence as he was visiting the border. So, you know, many thought that she was hot, and they thought that she was an immigration officer, but later was confirmed that she's a U.S. Customs and Border Patrol officer in Texas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people were like, oh, she's, the girl was cute, but like, if she, she was the finest thing on earth, no. No. <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, she's cute, but I guess, you know, there's not too many pretty girls working as U.S. Customs and border officers, I guess, right? So Mm -hmm. she did, however, get dragged on social media. People were were calling her her a stum. People were calling her a Nazi, a child Mm -hmm. prison Mm -hmm. camp lady. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) It was bad. It was was bad.
0: (laughs) It was. I was like, oh, goodness, um... And I'm like, geez, how do I feel about that? You know, she's obviously there's so many kids now and people that are being held in these. What I'm not sure if you'll call them concentration camps, but it's very much like that, right? Very
1: much so. Like, I mean, it's it's not too far away from it, so yeah, yeah. it's
0: like a modern Holocaust or something, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad, but I feel that she was probably employed as this U.S. border officer even prior to any of this happening. Exactly. So yeah. You know, I don't think that it was like one of these things where she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna be out to get all these people and immigrants, you know. <laughs> so, right. Let me go patrol the borders. So I think that you know, this just kinda happened as she was employed. So I guess first of all, it's sad that our concern is with how the officer looks. Yeah, exactly. Pretty, right? Yes. I'm like, Okay, she's a pretty lady but um when you focus we on the, focus. Yeah, the
1: issue is. So <laughs> yeah, I was thrown off by it, definitely. Because, you know, we spoke about it previously, and you were telling me what you want to talk about. And I was just like, you know, why is this news? Like, when I was researching it, I was just, you know, we should be worried about, right, the conditions of, you know, the mm-hmm. immigrants or illegal immigrants that are detained. But she was stating how she wanted to inspire women, you know, and she wants to use this. Mm-hmm as, you know, a tool to show women that they can aspire to be who they want to be. So I was just kind of like, okay, this is turning like <laughs> like a promo. Like, I'm not certain, like, what's going on. I, I was confused,
0: too, when I saw her video. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? I didn't really. I had seen, like, pictures where she first had, like, uh, very little followers, like 2,000, 3,000. Right. And now she has close to 60,000 followers just overnight.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. that's crazy. I'm like, okay, all because, you know, she she was cute and she was an officer, mm-hmm. and her picture was trending, and mm-hmm. I don't think that it was meant to go that way. I think people at first were just, like, calling her out for being a Latina, and right. uh, working there, you know, against the immigrants and her own people, if you will. But then, again, I'm like, you know, I know she was employed prior to all of that happening. And, again, right. it's, just, it's sad, you know, like we as Americans and just the people with social media, it's like we're quick to – Talk and crave a woman because she's so pretty, mm-hmm. but you know what really matters are these, like you said, children and people being detained, and nothing right. is being done about that. So we'll see where that yeah. goes. Um, I saw that video that you talked about that you mentioned. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. she, hopefully she uses her newfound start on app um,
1: Right, a uh, leverage or something. So, yeah, right? I don't know.
0: It, it was just interesting, the whole thing trending. I wasn't really interested in her per se, but just
1: right.
0: how everything happened. I was like, well, okay, what is this? Whoa, look at this. Offer her being
1: cute. It escalated too too far. But like you said, definitely I think the, the bigger picture I got of it was, right, her being a Latina and having to mm-hmm. be in that type of environment, working in that type of environment probably rubbed some feathers the wrong way. But, again, right, yeah. you know, she probably was employed a long time prior to, so we can't really hold that against her either. So right. I don't know well, say. i hope,
0: Yeah, I hope that uh, because she is in that position and she's working, you know, she's watching over her – well, not watching over, but she's monitoring and surveilling mm-hmm. the areas where these immigrants are being held, which are her own people, mm-hmm. Latinos. Mm-hmm. I hope that she's able to relate and sympathize and just do – something positive for them, too, to make them feel yeah, a little really. bit better because they're in just a horrible, a horrible, horrible uh, situation right now.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll
0: see what comes out of that. But I'm going to hand the mic over to you. You've got some good <laughs>
1: stuff for us, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, um, I just kind of wanted to get into some things that have been happening as of recent in the media um, we did mention entrepreneurship, women entrepreneurship. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm all about entrepreneurship, especially when women, you know, take that leap of faith and reach out and succeed past the stars. That's always the goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I recently uh, did a podcast, too. Um, I did the Queen Behavior, as you mentioned before, and I kind of highlighted some entrepreneurs on there Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but yeah I mean for me you know I I feel now is the time where a lot more entrepreneurs are coming onto the scene more women are taking you know the reins to you know do lash businesses and open salons and be models and just kind of find different ways that they can generate their own money which obviously is something we all want to do
0: (laughs) yes absolutely girl because the nine-to-five is not for everyone and I just don't think that's a way of life not anymore Mm -hmm. I agree. It's about owning your own business and making your own schedule just, it's just freedom in itself to be able to run your own business, especially as a woman, because women have families, they have to cook, Mm -hmm. they have to do so much that requires them, that requires even during Mm -hmm. the business hours, you know, so it's like you can't just be confined to an office for 8 hours 40 hours a week uh no that i've done that for 15 years i can't do that anymore and Why I also wanted to talk about that is because I am now launching my own little online boutique. So I'm excited about that. And it's called City Girl Boutique. So, you know, Fashion Nova, watch out because I'm coming. Okay,
1: that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So
0: I've been working on just the collections and everything before I launched this, And I was supposed to launch it yesterday, or no, actually today, and that's another thing. You're kind of on your own schedule. You don't have to report to anyone, which is nice because I was able to kind of like change that, and I knew I was extremely busy this week, and I there were things that I still wanted to add, other products. I wanted to do, do the um, intimate wear and the intimate apparel, lingerie and all that, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to launch this without that. It was just kind right. of a last-minute thing, and I want to have workout clothes and just a variety of things for women, you know, you, you just have to cast Wider net, so that's kind of the reason why I held back so next week it is coming next week I did start the Instagram page it's called mm-hmm. a city girls boutique so I'll put yes. it on, on our website oh, so I am, about that. I'm
1: so excited for you that's awesome that's amazing <laughs> that's thank,
0: awesome. You. thank you <laughs> so it won't be easy I, I was listening to a podcast talking about owning your own business they say that is one of the hardest things to do is run your own business succeed mm. in it but it's done Definitely doable, and it's very rewarding. Wow! So I'm going to take that and run with that.
1: <laughs> All right, that's what I'm talking about, though. That's great, and that's Thank you. and you just was that something you worked on for a long time before you launched it? You just created for no. a while. You no, know, you know, okay. I've
0: been looking for ways of for things to do like owning my own business like i said the whole mm-hmm. 9 to 5 just isn't for me i'm over it robin when i'm telling you i'm, over it, like, I'm <laughs> over it i have like no desire i'm like okay maybe i i don't even need to get paid <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I just don't want to go back to an office, but um, I've been thinking of ways and ideas, and my son actually was telling me about this business and how people are doing this, so he gave me the idea. I did some research, and girl, as soon as I read on it, and I read how successful you can be I jumped on it, and that was just last week. And I started building everything. I started, I have like these vendors already, and just to listen, I, I just started working on it as soon as I read about it. I'm like, okay, boom, this is it. I have to try it. Nice. That is so nice.
1: Very inspiring. Very inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. Really though, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> women entrepreneurship is a must. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. I want to expand, obviously, more eventually, but. It does take time. And once I get a little mm-hmm. more situated, hopefully I can expand. But that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, and you
0: will. You remind <laughs> me of myself because the other time when uh, I was like, I forgot what it was. Are we going to do with this What's so And you're like, nope, I'm editing. I'm like, oh, she reminds me of myself. I'm like, nope, I got to <laughs> <laughs> get this out.
1: <laughs> exactly. Content, content. I'm always working mm-hmm. on Good stuff. One of my favorite, like, woman entrepreneurs is, like, Heather Sanders and Issa Rae. Since, you know, mm-hmm. Issa Rae from Insecure. She was on HBO for Insecure. But I love her. Oh, okay. Oh. Have you ever watched Insecure? It, it came on HBO. I have
0: not. Girl, I'm telling you, I'm not a big TV person. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> and awesome. it's funny.
1: You know, is like, it? Okay, I got to catch it. Did you say it's on TV or Netflix? Yeah, you know, it comes on HBO. I'm like, okay, that's the green light for me to at least peep at oh, it. Oh, I got to catch it. It's crazy. And though, what is the tip you, you want to do? It. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would like to possibly start a media company of some sort, some type of independent media for artists, you know, needing a studio, needing a recording place, just a place where people can come, you know, very cheap, you know, like you were saying, mm-hmm. just not even really wanting so much reward, but just being able to say, you know, this is my business. You can come here and, you know, you can work with me. But that's kind of something I would want to do. It's something I wish yeah. I would have had, you know, going into college and coming out somewhere where I could kind of get on my feet and really perfect yeah. my craft a little better, yeah. you know. So. Yeah. That would be and you're
0: so young. I mean, it's not too late. Girl, please. That's been on my <laughs> mind as well with the whole thing. And it's about making connections. And then okay. you start seeing more opportunity like, hey, why can't I do this? People do this right. every day. Why right. can't I? Right? It's mm-hmm. You just got to have mm-hmm. that mentality. And I know you do. So, yeah, we're going to talk after the podcast. <laughs> i love that i like
1: that um also as well i don't know if everybody's been noticing too but we do have a new james bond i don't know if i can say james bond mrs bond mrs bond Mm -hmm. that's emerged into the scene a new 007 and she's a black woman and i'm just uh, the static
0: <laughs> Nice I heard it about it I read a little bit about it I'm excited that It's
1: was nice Lashana Lynch She's 31 years <laughs> old um, British actress She had a role um, In Captain Captain Marvel I believe But um, she snapped the role So she beat out men And wow. beat out everybody To get it So I'm really excited We've been getting a lot of wins I'm going to say yeah. late, wow. Lately If I could start You know In the black community We had Ariel And now we have this So I don't know. the The face of Hollywood oh, is, is changing. No, it absolutely is. (laughs) We're seeing a lot
0: more opportunity for Black women, just even Latinos, and I'm just excited about that. You know, it's about time we minorities get an opportunity and a chance to shine. So, but you were you just mentioned Ariel? Oh, I was so excited about that. How did you feel about that? Because people were like, "Oh, you know, it's not it's not like the true story," and of course, Mm -hmm. we always have something to say. But then, even the real actress came out and said, "Hey." As long as it's within the spirit of the real Little Mermaid, what does it matter? Exactly. Exactly. I
1: agree. I agree. (laughs) I love. uh, Yeah, I love Halle. Halle and Chloe, they're awesome. They're under like Rock Nation, you know, with Beyonce. So they're Mm -hmm. like dipped in gold. I feel like everything they touch, yeah. Yeah, I love that. But people, you know, like when they were coming at her being Ariel, it just made me think of, like, you know, when Brandy was Cinderella. And that was, like, a cult classic. And, you know, when she was Cinderella and Whitney Houston was in it, and Whoopi Goldberg was in it, and that was, like, a cult classic. And I don't remember a big stigma back then when Brandy took on the role of Cinderella, which had been predominantly white up until that point. I feel like, yeah. you know, time again, this has come back around, and, you know, why is race still in question when it's a character, you know, that little girls are looking up to, and all of them should feel like they could be an Ariel or a Cinderella, you know, or a Pocahontas mm-hmm. or whomever, you know.
0: Valid mm-hmm. so point ends. about Brandy. And, you know, when was that? Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember. Back in the 90s, I take it?
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: Why don't I remember
1: that? Oh, yeah, it was I back in know. the 90s. It was, you know, it was like initially it came out, it got some support, but it became a cult classic. I mean, you know, for me growing up, you know, it was something that got played repeatedly, like on mm. ABC and like on yeah. Disney Channel. And, and for me growing up, I was able to see a black Cinderella and a white Cinderella. So I never mm-hmm. thought in my mind that Cinderella needed to be any color, you know. Right? So I hope that, no, of course in,
0: not.
1: you know, that gives that, you know, with her bringing in that new Ariel again, just not letting it necessarily be her being black, but it being the fact that you can be, you know, Ariel can be whomever, you know, because she's mm-hmm. a character that everyone can relate to. So yep, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I
0: love that. I'm excited to see that. While we of on Disney movies, uh, The Lion King is yes. slated to come out. To, is it tomorrow? On the
1: 19th. Yes, yes, I'm excited about that. Oh, I got okay. tickets, and they cost. The you arm did and already? Away. Oh,
0: good, good for you. Pretty, yeah, you're going out uh, uh, the first day.
1: Yes, I'm going to go the first yes. day. I'm going. I'm going after work. I can't even.
0: <laughs> One of my girlfriends there. got tickets already too. I'm like good <laughs> job, because they're going to get they're going to sell
1: out fast. They are. They are. I'm excited for that okay. though. That's going to be interesting yeah. too, and hope it's tasteful. I don't know if I'm ready oh, to see be. who's about to die again. I don't know, but uh, I'm going to get ready. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite Disney movies.
0: I probably won't make it until maybe Sunday because I have um, my daughter's big birthday party okay. this weekend. So I'm working on that. But definitely on Sunday I want to go catch that. I love Disney movies, and I love The Lion King. I did listen to uh, that single by Beyonce what was it, Spirit? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was called? I believe it was
1: Spirit. Yeah, actually, yeah. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched the video yet.
0: Yeah, so just, I just it. listened to the song last weekend. I guess <laughs> the video came out. I haven't listened to that one. But in any any event, I mean, I know we can expect the best from Beyonce. So, Of but, course. Uh, all right. And what else do we have on our <laughs> list here?
1: Uh, also, as well, just um, the stigma, I guess you could say, like with the white celebs and black children um i don't know if everybody was aware recently um madonna actually posted a picture of her children you know she adopted two children um of african descent she has full of six kids and the children were taking a picture um and she pulled up a piece of watermelon in front of the kids so it sparked instant controversy online people were antagonizing madonna to the fullest extent and everybody was just you know Going full throttle, and I had to go look at the picture. Obviously, I was like, "Well, let me see, you know what it's looking like." Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Um, were you able to look at the picture? Did you have? I answer? did see the picture, and okay. I'm like, okay,
0: so it is culturally insensitive. I get why people think that, mm-hmm. right? But then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's Madonna. They're her children. Did she mean mm-hmm. anything cuz she obviously loves them. Otherwise, right. she wouldn't have adopted them. So I'm just like mm-hmm. in the middle. But you tell me as mm-hmm. a black woman, how do you feel? How does uh, w- mm-hmm. maybe I'm not understanding something, you know, because being Latina and we're we're both minority women, but the truth is that we are of different cultures, you know? Mm-hmm. So and I have like, I have um one of my girlfriends who's a black woman. She's like, sometimes I say things. She's like, what do you, sound racist. And I'm like, what do you mean I sound racist? <laughs> oh, like, wow. You're like my best friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you know, so it's like maybe sometimes I'm just ignorant to some things or what is culturally could be considered culturally insensitive to right. you or me. We don't always understand, you know?
1: Right, right. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest just of it. I don't think Madonna was blatantly being racist because, like you stated, right, these are her children. She, you know, took them in. She's adopted them. So I don't think it was intentional racism. But if you're going to, you know, um, adopt a child that is of another culture, then you should take that responsibility to adapt everything that's involved with that culture if you're going to embrace that child. And, mm. unfortunately, watermelon and black people is, is a racially, you know, connected uh, stereotype. And the fact that she chose to use the watermelon and then just have those two kids, it just all kind of played out really bad, especially with yeah. all of the high racism that's, you know, rising again in America. I just think Madonna needs to take a moment back to kind of reevaluate again the culture that they're embracing because here in America, you know, they're considered black. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. that you're Madonna's child. You know, you're still black. True. So I feel like that was something she should have really – thought about, you know, like you could have kept Mm -hmm. that maybe in your home, you know, amongst your family or have taken a picture with all the kids, which to me wouldn't have made it feel as racially intent as it looked, if it had been all the children. So I I think that she just, you know, didn't really think that out. Just the fact of how sensitive that, you know, image is for America, for black people, me being black, that's how I looked at the situation, so...
0: Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right, Robin, because I'm thinking, I'm just putting myself in, like, your shoes. I'm thinking about the lady who lives across the street from me. She's a Mm -hmm. white lady. She has two adopted kids, two adopted kids. They're Mexican. I'm Mexican. So let's say that if it was her putting, like, a picture of the kids with tacos or something, Right. Like, I, I would be offended. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I would. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can definitely understand where you're coming from and why people would get offended. That was very insensitive. Mm-hmm. And like you mm-hmm. said, she should have probably thought this out before she did that. And if she would have included the other kids, you then know? maybe it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah. We could have, no, have totally rolled that understand. off
1: a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could have, yeah. have rolled that off a little bit, but... Yeah, definitely. That's definitely mm. exactly how I would feel on yeah, the other it, See, now I can't stop
0: thinking about it. I'm like, oh, this pissing me off. You know, yeah, that,
1: that's, that's hot, though. Mm. But it, it was, it, it's shocking for me because I know Madonna's not racist. I've never known her to do any racial antics in Hollywood. But it was just, yeah. you know, especially with the sensitivity of racism right now with America, yeah. it's kind of like, ooh, you gotta be—you got to be careful about what you put yeah. out there. Yeah, that was dumb.
0: That was. Did she keep that picture up? Do you
1: know? No. Um, as far as I know, it was deleted off of her Instagram.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. As far as I know, she took it down. But obviously, you know, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Yep. So. Yep. A lot of people on huh? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. It was. On, like, Facebook, yeah, I did. Media takeout. I was just like, oh my god, this this went bad. Like, yeah. like I think she posted on like the fourteenth or the fifteenth or something. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, she, so, you know, even celebrities in general just have to be extremely careful because sometimes, you right. know, I get it, there's they're humans and they do stupid things just like every other human, but, yeah, right. I mean, you're, you're being looked at by okay. millions and millions of people every day. Exactly. You're an influencer of some sort, you know? So, yeah, exactly. you have to be even more careful with what you do that's just the mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. Madonna. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to go. Was it too, like uh trending on Twitter? I want to see like the yes.
1: hashtags or something. Yeah. I love reading on, the comments. Yeah, it was okay. trending on Twitter. I love Twitter. That's my home base. I'm, I'm always on Twitter researching and seeing what people are talking about. But, yeah, that's where I saw it. Someone pleaded, okay. retweeted the picture, and then I just mm. right went through the comments, and then I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, Did she get dragged on there? Yeah, you know, and people felt like, you know, she was being racist, she should know better, you know, why are the kids unkept, and now everybody was kind of, like, zooming into the lifestyle that they may be living due to that picture, and, you know, like, now I feel like, you know, we're digging in now to the life, and I don't want to say, you know, she's an abuser, she's not, we don't know, you know, these things, but just because of that, you know, incident, people feel like, oh, she's mistreating them, and I was just like, this is, you know, it's going crazy now based off of how that many, picture.
0: No, I I can see that. I can see why. Do you know how many kids she has or how many kids she's adopted? So yeah,
1: she has six kids. Six so kids. Oh, I believe wow. she adopted four, those two, mm-hmm. and then two more she adopted. And I, I know she had her girl, so I think she had two that are biologically hers and four that she mm-hmm. adopted.
0: Uh, what are the other two that were adopted?
1: Do you know? What, are they white? No. Or? Well, they're um they're not of African descent, so I don't know. Okay. What their yeah. heritage is, yeah. but they're the only ones that were African descent. So, hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going go into that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but aside from that, um, you know, with the media and just stereotypes of black people, I feel like there's just a lot of negative stereotypes that still kind of float around. And I'm a big fan of like old '90s and '2000s TV. Like, right? I mean, I'm not super, yeah. you know. Young or whatever, but, I mean, I'm 26, so I grew up in, like, mm-hmm. the late 90s or 2000s, and for me, that was the era where there was a lot of positive black television. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I had Malisha, yeah. you know, I go to Brandy, I love Malisha. She was my inspiration to go to college to be, you know, a journalist and do broadcasting. That was, the, you know, the sprout for me, quote-unquote, you know. And yeah. had, like, sister-sister and one-on-one and, like, living single. And, you know, it's just like, oh, it's just, it was just a really golden time for black television. And, like, I'm not a fan of love and hip-hop. Like, for me, I'm, like, out of yeah. with that whole.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I, I just don't. I'm not into garbage TV. I'm really not. I think I was maybe at one point, like in my (laughs) mid-20s, but definitely not anymore. And I'm in my 30s now. Um, Now I barely watch TV. I'm just, just like, doing my own thing, and I'm just, like, stuck on my own, like, podcast and just everything that I'm trying to do. You know, I don't always have much time for TV, but when I do watch something – It's probably, like, thriller, crime-related, like, uh, Queen of the South. I like everything with drugs and trafficking and sex trafficking. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) I I like all of that, and um, I don't know why, but anyway. (laughs) And you read about, like, how the 90s was great for black TV girl I don't think it, we've ever had a good time for Hispanics, for Hispanics
1: or Latinos in general like no. when was our time <laughs> Yeah, that's true <laughs> but that's true to point that out you know that's very true to point that out as well
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, we have some great actors, like J-Lo. Like, you know, she's Puerto Rican, and mm-hmm. she's Mexican. But, like, other than that, I don't think we have too many people out there. I mm-hmm. mean, can you think of any? No. That maybe I'm just, like, just, like missing?
1: Television that I see, I don't know. No. Um, oh, mm-hmm. what's the – well, that was from Housewives. What's Eva Angora? I like, oh, yeah. That, that? I like her. She's nice. And what's oh, the other girl's name? Damn it. From Rush Hour, it's like a few I can pinpoint, but I like her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Eva Longoria, good.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, who else? I mean, TV. Yeah, I can't think of too many. Or even like in movies. Um, I think Gina Rodriguez was doing something, and she's from Chicago too. Uh okay. She. Okay. Yeah, I was following her for a minute. Um, Jane the Virgin, although I don't know that I ever even tuned into the TV show. I was just excited that she was a Latina from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's
1: funny. She's a nice, she is a good actress. I watched her other movies on Netflix. She's good.
0: Yeah. And I think that's it, but hey, you know what? Um, we gotta always
1: keep pushing and fighting for our people, right? Yeah, I agree, because it's important. Representation is important on mm-hmm. TV, and it matters to the, you know, minority and the masses. People don't think, you know, seeing that depiction of somebody of color doing something that they usually wouldn't do matters, but it does, and it inspires yeah. people, you know. Yeah. It inspires people.
0: Yeah, very well said, it, it definitely inspires me. I'm like, oh, I get so happy for these people, you know. <laughs> I live like seriously through them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you
1: good. know, and it's relatable. You want to be relatable like i can't relate to someone on love and hip-hop or i don't know like black ink or something that's walking around in Mm -hmm. chanel with thousand dollar weeds and a house they're not really paying for but they got it for the show you know it's like yeah i don't really you know i can't really relate to you other than the fact that you're black other than the fact that you look like me you know but having shows of black families that's why i love blackish to me and I'm gonna always read Blackish because I I want to just I want everybody on the on the train <laughs> for Blackish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love like that show. I've watched that one. Yeah, you times. know it's a mm-hmm. it's a great depiction of what it means to be black in today's world and not limiting to one type of you know way to be black. You know you can be black yeah. and be a doctor and be a lawyer or be an artist or be a marketer yep. or be you know all these other things that you can do. So I always, like, direct people to other stereotypes because this is what we're seeing all the time. And all it does is transpire into the Internet, influence women and other men that this is what they need to do to be successful, and it's just brainwashing. You know, it's like brainwashing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And going back to those shows, Love and Hip Hop and those reality shows, I mean, a lot of those just degrade women, first of all. Okay. And women are just like not, they don't even have respect for themselves. I was listening to your queen behavior and about the whole sucking cucumber and how that was a thing. I'm like, that's just ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous. You know,
0: like you, first of all, they complain, like women in general complain that Mm -hmm. men aren't respecting them and, and you know, they get called out names, but you're, look how you're acting. You're not even demanding respect. Exactly. And then the The way that they're talking too, I'm just like, girl, bye. No, please, all that garbage TV. I can't with that. Right? Like, I get so turned off by that. Girl, bye. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. "Mm." Mm -mm. So, yeah, that's why I don't – I try not to promote Garbage TV. Well, I lie, okay, because sometimes, you know, I get into, like, (laughs) these moods where I'm like, oh, let's see something juicy. And then, of course, (laughs) like, I see something trending with the Kardashians and, like, that whole Jordan thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) juicy. I shouldn't be Mm -hmm. promoting it. I barely do, but Mm -hmm. I have before, okay, I'll
1: admit that. (laughs) okay. It, It happens. It happens yeah but
0: i'm not like off for it and to be honest i haven't even watched a kardashian show in years i think but i've been like either. maybe no. 10 no nine eight years or
1: something like that mm-hmm. i I, I think i stopped watching it like before yeah. kylie got surgery like it's been a really <laughs> long time <laughs> yeah that, that
0: has been a long time i mean did they show that on tv when she got
1: surgery i don't i feel like they were off air for like I don't know, like, a couple months, and then, bam, she came on. Because remember they had the thing, the scandal with, like, her lips, lips yeah. looking bigger, and she, like, did an interview about lining her lips up. And then from that point, she was, like, back on the show. Sounds like they gave her yeah. time to heal. she had
0: hips and, the- and booty and everything, huh?
1: She yeah. Was like you know, was like, <laughs> she I looked know, like, like a baby Kim, happened? like, physically, Like, you look like your sister now, really. Now you look like her. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think she wanted to look like her.
1: Like she did because, you know, Kim put them on the map and whatever.
0: So now, she you know, she looks up to her, I'm sure. So she wanted to look like her. And, I mean, like, they're attractive women, but just, you know, what they're doing and what they promote is probably not the best or the most positive things, although Kim is – you know, now studying to be an attorney and all of that good stuff. So she's, I think she's growing up and she's maturing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of good. And hopefully that happens with Kylie as well. But, you know, Kylie's younger right now. She's early 20. She's all about how she
1: looks and she wants to party it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. she does. But she and she doesn't even understand <laughs> though, the opportunity that she has, though, so being as young as she is and as rich as she is. Like you have, forever to, to butcher your body or a party or whatever yeah. it is you want to do. Like, you should be just really focusing on all of your businesses and everything you can do to be successful outside of just how you yeah, look. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she's got her, you know, makeup and stuff, I guess, is going. But she had, like, a flop, like, with the Kylie Skins. I mean, it's sold out, but people are oh, like she? making fun of her video, saying like she wasn't even washing her face and stuff. And, I was like, <laughs> this is and here's just... the thing: being
0: in the position that she is, she can just be like the best role model to these young ladies. Mm-hmm. They see. all look up to her. They do. Like, girl, you really have an opportunity to change these girls. Mm-hmm. You know, like, really, I... she can, anything that she does, like, they're willing to go for it.
1: Exactly. She doesn't
0: even understand that, how huge that is. I wish she would. But, mm-hmm. but that's
1: that mindset. Yeah, I mean, seeing Kim and seeing how Kim got on and seeing how people and women follow pursuit and how the Kim created the empire and all of that, it just creates that, you know, cycle that brainwashing of this is the way I need to look. This is what I need to do. This is the way it's done. And it's like, no, yeah. like I love Courtney. Um, She's Courtney's the best Kardashian. Yeah. If we're gonna, if we're gonna get technical. <laughs>
0: right i do like courtney too I um her. i like because I, she eats, I like her because she eats like our organic and she's like a vegan mm-hmm. and she just tries mm-hmm. to be really good and eat clean and i i need to eat clean cleaner you know but <laughs> i struggle with that so i'm like yeah look at her and she's natural
1: exactly so, and she's so a mom looking good yeah, and Kendall yeah. is, too. Yeah, Kendall
0: is, too. Yeah, Kendall, Kendall is, too. too. And I can appreciate that because being – she's like her and – Courtney and Kendall are, like, the only ones that didn't have any type of surgery, right? right. Like, they're exactly. just natural. And exactly. we as women need to appreciate and embrace our own natural bodies. I, There's so much fake bodies out there right now. You know, you see them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. All these women look alike.
1: Exactly. Like, bimbo. How are you Bimbos. different? <laughs>
0: Right, like how are these women different? Yeah, no, I think uh, real bodies need to make a comeback. And I kind of think that they are. Um, yeah, we got
1: to start promoting real bodies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree 100%. I always, when I'm on Twitter, you know, speaking on loving yourself, loving who you are. You know, I feel like a lot of women, yeah, they don't love themselves. They don't take the time to love themselves. And you, as you get older, your body changes. That's what happens. You're a woman. You know, that's yep. what goes on. yeah exactly our bodies change but i mean Mm -hmm.
0: some women just don't want to put in the work that's That's what it is a lot of women just you know a lot of them never even look bad and they just want a bigger butt or bigger breast or something (laughs) that's like okay first of all put in the work and if not then just appreciate what you have and what god gave Mm -hmm. you you know Try to take mm-hmm. care of that. But, yeah, which reminds me, i got to take care of it. i got to go to the gym tonight. Girl, I, I've been struggling with just being consistent on hitting the gym. Uh-huh. And I ran yesterday, and I'm like, okay, you know, still I can go this late, like at 9 o'clock. Why not? I'll still get in like forty <laughs> to an hour. I do it sometimes, you know, but it's okay. just a challenge. It's challenging for me. I'm working on that. but i I think um do you have anything more that we can add on or i
1: think we covered all our topics right yeah that was pretty much everything we covered got pretty in depth on stuff so (laughs)
0: yeah we did so robin where can the listeners
1: find you on social media so if you are on twitter you can follow me at e93 robin i do follow back and i tweet all the time so please follow me on twitter And follow me on Instagram at RobinE93. That's Robin with two B's, I-N-E, 93. Make sure you guys follow, shout out. um, Check out the podcast, Pillow Talk Podcast. It is streaming on all major platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox everywhere so check it out you guys will enjoy it (laughs) yes
0: you will i listen to it um and we will have robin's picture and additional information on our website medialoungechicago.com robin thank you so much for joining the podcast it was a lot of fun having Mm -hmm. you on today it, it yeah, was a little thanks. different for me.
1: I'm like, hey, it
0: was about time. I mean, you know, <laughs> so like,
1: Well, you always so, show support. You always show love. I appreciate that. So I'm oh, like definitely thank you, you. know, thank happy you. that you did it's, that for me. Yeah. Thank ah, you. Thank you so much, Robin, <laughs> and we'll, we'll definitely be in touch.
0: Listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, follow on Instagram, the Media Lounge underscore, Twitter, the Media Lounge underscore. Until next time, have a good week.
1: Mm, bye-bye.